good afternoon and good evening. This is the Curious Anarchy podcast with another episode of the Love Triangle. This time, it's really a pentagon. Mark, you yeah, we want to we want to encourage people. Oh, sorry. Hi. Good evening, Jermaine. How are you doing? Very well, thank you, Mark. How are you? Uh, I'm cool, man. I'm cool. Well, I'm cold, but cold, cool at the same time. Awesome. Tell us about this uh, this episode, then, Mark. So, first of all, I'm really getting into the idea of uh, the triangle becoming different shapes, so that we can explore mathematical uh, ge- ge- uh, geology sort of um, shapes and, and things. So, the Pentagon today, geometry. Geometry. Yeah. Sorry, geometry. Yeah. Uh, Pentagon today. Uh, mm. Imagine the scenario. It's a winner takes all mm-hmm. athletic through the ages competition. And who wins tonight will take away a hundred million pounds worth of bitcoins. And we okay. have to narrow down between the five athletes who we think is most deserving of this prize okay this is a great context I like this let's let's tee it up then shall we so what I'm going to do is up first what I'm going to do is I'm going to do like what they do in the events now so we're going to sort of watch as they come out of the corridor and we're going to cheer them into the stadium I know you're good at doing crowd noises of cheering and seeing as we haven't had crowds anywhere for ages exactly our first athlete, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome, fresh from the 1930s, to go to the home ground of Adolf Hitler and show him that the super race was not, in fact, Aryan, but in fact, uh, Afro-American. We're going to invite, we're going to welcome the double, if not triple, gold medal winner, Jesse Owens. <laughs> Welcome, Jesse Owens. In lane two, our next contestant. Our next contestant? Yeah, our next runner. Our next contestant will be arguably the fastest man on the planet. The man who most Jamaicans look up to as a legend. Most people around the world look up to now as a legend. Arguably the fastest man over 100 or 200 meters. Your friend and ours, Usain Bolt. In lane three, we have... Just before you continue, sorry. um, Did you know that Usain Bolt... Pardon? Usain Bolt, he's four months younger than me. He's born in August... I didn't know that. Five months, yeah. It's the first time we've. It's the first time at an Olympic event we've been interrupted for that kind of information. So thank you for sharing. Brilliant. It's good to know. It's it's interesting. It's very interesting. Mm. Anyway, so coming uh, coming up into lane three. In lane three, 
arguably the man that put long distance running on the map in the modern era has done more for 10,000 meter, 5,000 meter and marathon running than probably arguably anybody. He's also put Africa back on the map as a nation competing at this kind of level of event. Haile Gabri Selassie, the Ethiopian long distance runner. In lane four, there was an Olympics in Australia and the African the Australian continent were desperate for a hero to represent their home country. The problem is that Australia is a small country and doesn't have a lot of great athletic, uh, you know, sort of standout uh, champions, mainly in the swimming events, but they wanted something in the athletics. Step up, Australia's arguably most famous Aboriginal runner, Kathy, Freeburn! <laughs> right. And in lane five, to complete our lineup, our pentathlon, our pentagon, sorry, our pentagon, uh, lineup. Sure. Five, our five athletes. Yeah. Um, our fifth athlete is a man that was born in Somalia, came to Britain at a very young age, and for two Olympics, absolutely destroyed the fields in the 5,000 and 10,000 meters. Please welcome, if you like, Mo Farah. Okay, so uh, the athletes are now on the track, just uh, preparing to uh, head down into the, oh, what are they called? The starting blocks. Yeah, <laughs> well, <laughs> before we put them in the starting blocks, we're going to line up the 100 million Bitcoin prize at the end of the contest, so that the winner will take all, literally. We're going to do what we did last time and the time before, which is we're going to, Jermaine and I are going to eliminate one athlete at this stage and then progressively eliminate one by one until we get a winner. Jermaine, do you have anyone in mind that you'd like to take off the list first of all? Um... Wow, so we got Usain, we got Jesse, we got Mo, we got Riley, we got Kathy. Yeah. Um, I'll get rid of Kathy first. When you say you'll get rid of her, what's your thinking behind that? Because I don't really recall who she is. That's a big reasoning, okay. And uh, I can hear a whole continent sighing in disbelief at you. I'm, but, I'm uh... sure they can, but I, I, I don't know who she is. Okay. Like whether that you know because of where I am, um, I how long ago was she around? So it was the Olympics, I think, before 
It's either the one before or the two before uh, it was in the, in the United Kingdom. Uh, that was so, before the 80s. Uh, yeah. Uh, um, well, I'm, I'm, strugg- I'm struggling to put the dates on them now. Uh, she she uh, was at the Australian Olympics. Um, which, if I remember rightly, uh, I can't remember. I can't even place it in terms she of when it was. Mid, she was sort of mid nineties. It might have been two thousand. It might have been two thousand. Ah, hey, right, four hundred. Okay, yeah, that that rings a bell. Rings a bell. Um, but no, she had. I remember her running a final in a in a, in an outfit that was like, it was green and it had like a, a hoodie on it, which I've never yeah. seen in okay. athletics before. Yeah, um, yeah. So I, it, it was like I I'd never quite seen that before. It was quite a strange. Um, what's the word? Like uh, outfit. Outfit. Yeah, yeah. You know, for athletics, usually they they wear just like a, sh- a vest and a shorts. Yeah, it looked more like something you'd find in a kind of swimming contest or something. It was it was a very strange outfit she had on. I always remember that because and then she just pulled away from the field tremendously. Those uh, what do you call it ergonomic? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I hadn't seen one like that before, to be honest. I mean, that for me that was a new a new image to to take on board. The other thing was that for Australians, it was she was an Aboriginal and an Indigenous person from the from the from Australia, so that was a big thing at the time. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so you're saying that's the first person you want to eliminate? Yes, I, I picked her first, and I'll stick with her. Not because she's not actually a top athlete, but yeah, I think. Well, they're all top we, athletes. We've given her some time as well, yeah. so we've actually. About, so, yeah. I don't think we can say anyone that we've talked about tonight is not going to be a top athlete. They're all yeah. the top of their game, so they're all top athletes. Um, I think I'd probably eliminate her too, simply because the others. I'm just trying to make sure. I'm, yeah, the others are all multi winners, so they've all won more than one gold, I believe. Uh, okay. So I mean, you know, it's kind of like what we did with the football At thing the as well. At the Olympics, um, she's sorry, won yeah, sorry, at the gold yeah. at the Commonwealth, uh, four four and a silver, four gold and a silver at the Commonwealth, two gold and a bronze at the World Champs, and then gold and silver at the Olympics. Right, but I'm saying, as far as I know, she only won the one at the Olympics. Yeah, and I've got um, a feeling all, all the others. Have, yes, but I've got a feeling all the others have won more than one gold at the Olympics. Is what I'm saying to you. Yeah. I think the minimum the others have won. I don't know how many Gabri Celeste's won, but I would imagine three's the minimum they've won. She's won one, so I think by that argument, you probably have to select her as the first person to step down. Uh, so now we've, we're down to four now. Uh, we need to think about which is our next person we want to 
um, eliminate out of the four. Have you got any thoughts on that at all? Um, we got left Jesse, Hussein, Kylie, and Mar. Oh, um. At this point, I'm going to ask you to try and guess out of the four who have got the least amount of gold gold uh, medals. At, at Olympics, sorry, I beg your pardon, at Olympics. Um, Say that again. Ivy Gabri Salafi. Do you know that, or are you are you guessing that? You're saying this has had clean sweep because he does the one and two, so it's basically two Paralympics for him. I'm sure, I'm sure Ivy did two Olympics. Wow. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, I think. I don't know. Who do you think? Well, you were right. It's it's actually Harley Selassie has got two gold medals at 10,000 metres, and the other athletes have all got a minimum of four gold medals. Cool. Uh, so, so I have to say, I'm very much against my better judgment. Kylie mm. Celeste probably has to go next. Uh, the, the thing that weighs him back into the argument is how much he's done for raising sport in Africa. Um, he's seen as the father of modern day sporting events in Africa. So, it, you know, I'm weighing that up against his medal toll. And also because, you know, you don't have the option to run, for example, relays in, in long distance events. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, however, uh, I think he probably got to Olympic events a bit older than the other athletes we're talking about. So they had a chance to win more at a younger age, if you know what I'm saying. Mm. So, really, in fairness, if we're judging who deserves to go on to be nominated for the best athlete we can think of, he probably has to leave at this stage. But we do have to give such an honourable uh, mention to him for how much he's achieved in the sport and as a, an agent and an ambassador of the sport. In the same way, you can say, he did as much after he retired as he did when he was actually involved in the sport. So it's the same problem. Highly but I think it's probably fair to say that he should be the person to go next. So we're down to three. And these so three... The triangle now. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, we're now down to the triangle. And with three people who have won a minimum of four gold medals at the Olympics. Okay. Uh, two of them... I'm just checking my facts. Two of them are short distance and one is long distance. Yeah. One's from the United Kingdom, one's from the United States of America, and one is from Jamaica. Um, <clears throat> so I don't know if you have any thoughts at all, Jermaine, at this point of who we could eliminate to take it down to a straight two people final. 
Um, just literally do it based on metal tally. Uh, don't have the exact figures for it. I'm reluctant to be doing it that way because I don't have the exact. I think now we've got to really just go on what they've brought to the. My initial hunch was to take out Jesse Owens because I kind okay. of presumed that he possibly in that period of time hadn't um, hadn't have appeared at like two or three Olympics okay I think where where he comes into where he comes into the discussion is to go to the 1936 Berlin Olympics three years Mm -hmm. before the Second World War Mm -hmm. at the home stadium of the country purporting to have super human beings you know the Aryan race the supreme beings so to speak Mm -hmm. and to win in that stadium against the best that that nation could produce made him uh, timeless in, in the way people view him Absolutely. So I think when you talk about him, we're not really looking to other Olympics, to be honest with you. Um, we're looking at what he achieved at that Olympics, at, for want of a better word, at the away ground, you know. Um, uh, so he competed, he got gold in four events, 100 metres, 200 metres, four by 100 and the long jump. So you've got to say that he actually won the two fastest events and the long jump against the Aryan nation and the rest of the world, obviously, but against the Aryan nation. That's an amazing feat, uh, to, you know, to, to do that as a black person in, an, in a country that was lauding blonde white people. Well, I mean, you, you, yeah, you can't, you can't diminish how amazing that has, that was for the psyche of the world let alone for himself and for you know the people of the united states and for the whole planet what an amazing uh, achievement you know it's difficult to imagine today that same sort of thing happening in in terms of you know somewhere you go somewhere like say for an, any type of thing or motor racing or sort of anything it's difficult to imagine going somewhere where they have got this over-bloated impression of, them, of their home nation and going there and actually destroying that imagery in one uh, event, one one Olympics. So I, I'm, I'm reluctant to get rid of him, to be honest with you. I think he, he represents much, much more than the just the golds that he's got. He represents so much more than that. Um, so we're going to be more, I guess, based on social uh, I think it's it's an overall thing isn't it? it's an overall thing it's it's how much you're an ambassador it's how much you're an achiever it's how much you medals you've got it's, it's like a combination of all those things really like parades and actually did they accept them 
Yeah, I think they had to. I think they had to. I'm not 100% certain, to be honest, Jermaine. I wouldn't know for sure. But I think they had to. I don't think, you know, it was meant to be a sporting event. You know, it would be like, so put it on a par, it would be like that moment when the gladiator um, gets beaten by the slave in the Roman games, you know, in front of the emperor. It would be that kind of feeling. It's like you couldn't really say, don't give him the medal. It's just a huge slap in the face for the so-called supremacy of that of that system. I can't imagine they got. I can't imagine they got away with not giving him the medal. <laughs> um, yeah, but I I would still Jesse. I would keep him as, to be honest. as an as an athlete. I would drop him. So, so we're split on that one, really, because I would I would drop I would keep him. It's now bearing in mind this is the last two. Yeah. That's the winner. Yeah. I so would. Uh, huh. I think. At this point, I'd probably drop Mo Farah. Arguably because short distance events in the Olympics tend to be the, uh, what do they call it? The gold um, plated events, if you know what I mean. They're the yeah. events, the, sh- the short ones tend to be the the, the, the money earners for the Olympics. Um, if you think that Mo Farah, when he won his two 10,000 metres, would have been running, you know, if you had the two times together, would have been running for about almost an hour. And the 100 metres is over in nine seconds. You know, the, the assumption is that people around the world won't, won't sit and watch for an hour's worth of athletics, you know. So it tends to be that the shorter distances are the... Of the more exciting, the more sought after. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now, I don't know if I agree with that. I really enjoy watching long-distance races, but... And, and, you know, the fact that Mo Farah beat virtually the, you know, the the Ethiopian and the Kenyan yeah. runner who, who, who used to have a stranglehold on it. <laughs> um, you know, it's, it's sensational. And they did it in two Olympics, so that's sensational. Just, just think that if we actually had a vote around the podcast, I think he would come third. Think that'd be a fair assessment. I think so. I think so. So, taking to the podiums now. In third place, we have Jesse Owens. No, no, no. no he, he's not in third place. No, Farris is third. Me. Oh, so wait. So who's left? So Jesse Owens is against Usain Bolt in the final. Yeah, I got rid of Jesse Owens, and then you got rid of uh, Mo. Oh no, I thought we were discussing who we're getting rid of in third place. Oh, okay, well either way, by that argument, it makes you say Bolt the winner either way. Because yeah. we can say oh, okay. we can say we can say uh Mo Farah and Ali Gabriel Selassie both come second. We can give him a joint silver and and ultimately oh. by that argument Usain Bolt wins. We haven't found a reason not to have Usain Bolt in the still in the competition so he would be the winner 
He was too Even far. though it was by default, but we still <laughs> give it to him. Um, I think that I would have preferred Jesse Owens to be the winner of the competition. However, hmm. why I don't want to give it to him is not actually an athletic rationale. It's more indictment of the United States at that time and perhaps the United States at the moment. Yeah. Fair, fair point. No, but you, you haven't heard the reasoning. Huh. On, he then. was encouraged not to shake hands with Hitler, which he didn't do. But having won and destroyed the area, you know, in that Olympics, he was not invited to shake hands with the president because he was black. Okay. Wonderful. So, so for me, exactly. So for me, I'm kind of not giving him first place based on his country rather than him. But I think it's disgusting the way they treated him. So for that point of view, I'd rather give right. him the victory to Usain Bolt. Um, but I think we said overall, and so this is comes into the discussion of overall that comes into it as well the the concept that that uh, america were despicable in their treatment of 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 black people so the fact that he won it wearing an american vest you know it detracts from how important the, the moment was because you know to be beating the aryans and then going home and being treated as if you hadn't is bizarre just bizarre Hmm. And I think so there we have it. Yeah. Say Bolt is the winner. You saying Bolt? All the I way mean, the other thing, the other, the other reason, the other reason you saying Bolt deserves to win is that he is a hero for people from all over the world. You know, you could say that Mo Farah is very much an English hero. Halis Gabri Selassie is very much a, an African hero and, and um, Jesse Owens is very much American hero but for Usain Bolt he's welcomed as if he's from whatever country he's in so when when he was competing he was let's say he went to Sweden they treated him like he was Swedish you know he was just naturally taken to by everybody wherever he went so for me that's that's the true ambassador for the sport like because he was just literally welcomed by everybody so our bitcoin champion is usain bolt hey. you can't usain see bolt on the podcast, but 100 million pounds in bitcoin thank you I mean, and, uh, you can't see on the podcast they're just handing over the usb stick with the key, the USB stick. Yes. Okay. The, the the key, basically, which is the code stored on the USB stick, into in, in order for him to uh, <laughs> access the Bitcoin. That's how this works. Okay. Fine. Uh, people can't see on the podcast, but I'm actually doing the famous symbol that Usain did uh, for when he won his races. Uh, <laughs> But I'm actually doing that symbol with my hands, uh, but you can't see because unfortunately it's not a YouTube video, it's a podcast uh, event. Audio only. Audio, Audio only, that's it. 
<laughs> and that's all for today on uh, the Love Triangle, aka Pentagon, on the Curious Anarchy podcast with myself, Jermaine, and my wonderful co-host Mark. That's all for today. It's been fun. Thank you. Very Thank much. you. Thank you. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Good night.